to another episode of Fool's Daily. Uh, I am joined today am by I, Crunchy Biscuits. Am I the delectable, the delightful, or am I just Crunchy Biscuits? You're Crunchy Biscuits now. I'm Crunchy Chewing Gum, getting chewing gum out of the pot. Oh, you're getting chewing gum out of the pot. What, do you need to make another painting stand? <laughs> you're not funny. I am? No. You're not. You're horrible. I am. You're horrible I'm horrible, person. but I'm also funny. No, no, you can't. They don't go together. Oh, okay. Not... It is my fellow walking up a mountain man, Mr. Conrad E.J. Gonsalves. What's this walking up a mountain stuff? Hello! <laughs> Nobody told me. I didn't get the memo about walking up a mountain. Well, no, I'm just telling you to do it. Oh, okay. What, Today? No, 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 not till the 29th of July, 2016. Go to the Just Giving page right now. <laughs> yeah, and you can also go to my Just Giving page, because I, I did the Shine more. You did? And I'm still waiting to collect money off people, so please. I, I sponsored you. You did, yes. Did you say 29th of June or July? July. That's a Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, but what if, isn't that like a bank holiday or something? I don't know, I'm sure I've forgotten my homework and the dog ate my homework and I can't make it because I is never going to make three mountains. You bloody are. <laughs> you, the, the skinny you. I'll be racing up there, mate. I don't know about that. Not at your advanced stage. I'm not sure you can move a zoomer frame that fast. I did uh, I did my half in three, four, 3.39, so that was walking, so I was quite impressed with that, actually. I'm sure I was uh, a lot slower last year, carrying the extra stone and poundage. Yeah. Did you did you did you have um, the same pickup woes that you had last year? No, I um, I was picked up quite quickly this year, and uh, the journey back was rubbish though because there was a lot of traffic. Probably because there was (coughs) loads of people being picked up. There were seventeen thousand people at the Shine Walk, so. Because they're trying to raise five million at that event, uh, right? So please do sponsor me. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of traffic going home just around the the central London bit. But as soon as we got out of that, it was fine. Cool. But no, no mobile issues or anything like that. I listened to the rubbish rugby game on the way home. On the sorry, on the first part of the walk, um, I was. I think I was done by about quarter past eleven, actually. Well, that's right. Um, if you go, if you follow, go to Cotters. Uh, Cotters. 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 Conrad's Cotters. Twitter feed. Then <laughs> you can see lots of selfies of him as he does the walk. But I've always wanted to do the three peaks. So when you guys started talking about it, I thought, yeah, I'd really like to do the twenty-four hour one. But it, that is really something that you've got to be willing to do and I'm guessing you're going to have to be quite fit from the stamina point of view. Well, fit and organised. Yeah. Getting around the three peaks just in that time frame. (laughs) With a police escort? Well, that's true. They do know who I am. But that's next year. It is next year. I just, um, I was, what's really sad was I was thinking about, should one of us carry a small tent so that we can pitch it at the top of the, uh, 
the so-called mountain in case it is really, really rubbish in terms of weather up there and we can't play our board game. So you've... Excellent. Conrad's going to carry a tent, everybody. <laughs> Just for me. You can all stay outside. I'll be inside the tent. <laughs> okay. As, as uh, Botswana animals get blown off the top of Snowden. Well, we're using your Botswana. Might not. Might use... <laughs> We might not use my Botswana. I might, I've lost my Botswana. Have you? don't know who's got it now. Oh, right, I've got a new version of Love Letter coming today. Is it? The Adventure Time Love Letter. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds a bit racy, actually. This isn't some... Is it you'd be playing this with Est? With Prince... <laughs> it's not that... <laughs> you perv... <laughs> I'm too old for that sort of thing. Anyway, why, what are we here to talk about? How much time's gone by? It's all right. We've got plenty of time left. We're only a third of the way into the show. That means at least ten minutes have gone by then. No, it's only five. Oh, that's all right. So, I had, an, I had a thought, um, which was spurred by something that I read... Um, on a forum. Hold the front page. You had a thought and you can read. Why are we friends? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Opposites attract. Opposites attract? <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm handsome and gorgeous and you're ugly? Something like that. Are you, my, are you like my ugly best friend? You're the ugly wingman. Uh, I'm the token. Yeah, I'm the token. Ugly... <sighs> No, Dependent. you're not the token ugly. Have you, you're not the token ugly. Have you seen gamers? That's we all fall into the ugly category. Anyway, you had a thought. So I had a thought, inspired by something I read on a forum, um, about companies' organised play programmes. It's not not organised play programmes. I don't know. I don't know how you describe it. Volunteer programmes. Um, you know, like being a press ganger or being a henchman or all of those sorts of things and why you do it and why people do it and what you should expect back from the company or, or, or should you expect something or should you expect yeah and that and that was sort of the crux of my thing i mean i'm a i'm currently a henchman for weird so you know i go out and i organize Malifaux tournaments and Malifaux demos and things. And I think by the end of this year, I'll have done seven tournaments for Malifaux. Mm -hmm. But I don't do it for any reward, per se. Um, I do it for, effectively, the community. That sounds a bit cheesy, but that's the reason that I do it. And, you, you know... I th I'm sure we've talked about this before. When um, we started in the Malifaux scene, Joe was organising it all. And as the Malifaux scene grew, and she, when we went to second edition and Joe moved away from Malifaux, I sort of stepped up to help out organise stuff along with the guys who were already doing things, you know, like people like David. Um, David, who were already David's been doing it for years, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. You know, he, he does more. Sh I'm sure he does more shows than me. I, 
have to get him on sometime and ask him how many he's done. But I bet he's well into double figures for the just you know just this year alone. Mm. Uh, you know and that, that's a big commitment. But I'm and I'm you know I don't want to speak for for him and but I certainly don't do it for financial reward or gain. Um, now Malifaux has a, weird have this program where you get effectively soul what they call soulstone credit for doing events and you report you report your event and then they, they get credit and you can spend it in the shop and a lot of the henchmen would save up their soulstone credits and um then spend them at you know gen con or black friday sales that sort of thing to get themselves goodies stuff or to get themselves to get Stuff to put in the prize to put in prize pools for events. Yep. And I never used to put in my I never used to put in my soul stones because I felt that it meant that I was sort of getting paid for doing events. Mm-hmm. And we've talked in the past that I don't think that you should give out a whole load of prizes at, for tournaments anyway. I think you should give out tin cups and that's it. Which if you can't cover from the entrance fees you're charging, you need to charge more of an entrance fee. And yeah, I was seeing this. I've been seeing discussion about people who think that their time is worth more and they should be compensated better by whatever company that they're doing these demos and events for. But then that becomes a paid job essentially, doesn't it? Yeah. And so it, it actually made me quite cross and I've sort of, written several responses and blog posts and then gone, no, I'll just delete them because, you know, it's just causing argument and maybe I'm completely out of step here. I think one of the, so, the one, one of the reasons why I've never joined one of those organised... Um, uh, what do they call them? Oh, organised elite... Uh, the press gangers are an elite core of game demonstrators and event organisers organizers that work around the globe and the henchmen are... Volunteers who organise events such as tournaments and leagues for the game of Malifaux and they run demos to help grow the community. Um, Even back in the old GW days when they had their Outrider programme in the US as well. um, I've never really affiliated with or joined one of these because as soon as I do, I feel as though I'm kind of compromised in some way. from a what if I want to do something different stance with an event um, and by generally signing up with a company there will be a uh, I'm guessing a loose set of t- terms and conditions T's and C's that you work under uh, I don't know if that's true or not because I'm not a henchman or a or a press guy. Yes, there. Are, yes, there. Are, yes, well, certainly for the henchman program, there. So I, I, I don't. They're guess... mainly about not bringing the company into disrepute. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be put in that position. So that's one of the reasons why I've never really joined up. I, I wanted to be a free agent. I want to promote games that I'm interested in. Uh, I don't want to feel feel obliged. Or um, to do anything for a company, um, and not every thing a company does is great, you know. 
and I want to be able to say that. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I, I've never joined one. But if you do join it, then you're joining it for the reasons that we've just stated, that you are promoting, you're demonstrating, you're growing the community, you're running tournaments. And if you're doing that for a reward, if you're getting something off the back of it, that's great. You know, that's great. To have an expectation to get something, you shouldn't be doing it. Is is my opinion anyway. Uh, yeah, I, 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 t- I, I, agree, I agree with you. I mean, I think that getting... Oh, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, basically. Yeah, I think getting stuff is okay, but an expectation of getting stuff is wrong. Yeah. Well, that was easy. That was the end, then. <laughs> no. Well, it was. Yeah. It did... <laughs> If if you if you're if you have that expectation, it it's, it potentially takes and tarnish what you're doing, um, because you're. And I'm not saying that everyone who does this, you know, is is essentially a, for once of putting it a better way, a money grabbing so and so to try and because I just want want my stuff. Um, I'm sure there there are people out there who enjoy getting their stuff and run good events. So, but to have that expectation, you know, that that is what drives you to to run twenty events in a year. Then, I don't think necessarily that's the best reason for doing doing it. You know, does it make you? Does it make what you do false? For instance, are you doing it just for the sake of it, just for getting your models? So what drove you in many years ago to take over running the Warhammer Player Society and putting on the events that you put on and putting yourself through all of that grief? 15, 10, 15 years of grief? Um, Well, no, not all of it was grief. I mean... What there, was a, there was a lot of grief. I didn't see it as grief, though. You know, I, I just thought I just thought it came with. Well, I learned to understand that it came with the territory as such. You're in the public domain, as it were, from a in the wargaming community um, point from a, from that perspective, and to a, to a, to a certain extent, to a greater perspective, you know, as well. Um, and it just comes. It comes with that, with doing what you're doing. So it comes with the job, as it were. Uh, what made me do it was myself. Um, when Rob left, Rob Broom left to join GW and head up Warhammer Historicals, um, the rest of the committee suggested that I would be the person to take over. So I was kind of chuffed by that. Um, because I didn't expect it, um, and then I just got on with it afterwards. Uh, it came, it got to a certain extent, point in time when I thought I've had enough now, I've done enough now, uh, and things, certain things were grating with me. Um, but I think during that time, the community built enough generally to stand up on its own two feet from a point of view of that GW 
was the only place where you could go to events. But by the time I'd finished um, with the WPS, there was an independent gaming scene, a very, um, very successful, yeah, very strong independent gaming scene. So clubs were running, it's clubs and people were running their own events. So, and that was around the world as well, because I think a lot of what the WPS did filtered out globally as well. Um, so, and the driving thing that was was to put on events for people to enjoy it. Really, it was it was fun. You know, it was fun seeing people smile. It was fun seeing people enjoying themselves. It was fun doing some of the legwork, doing the legwork, doing the data entry, doing the promotion. I enjoyed it, and I still do to a certain extent. You know, I don't want to do it all the time or to the to the extent that I was doing it back then. Uh, I, I, I am happy to dabble and drop in and out of stuff when I can. Okay. I was, I was just, I just wondered what it was that drove you to, um, well, why, why did I get back involved with Hall's War Machine? Why did I get back with Malifaux? Because, I liked the game and I felt the games deserved to be promoted, you know, so it's why I'm kind of involved with the Relic Knight stuff off and on because I think the game and the community deserves to grow. So, and that's, that's what drives me. Okay, because it's certainly not financial reward, is it? <laughs> no, I mean... No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I haven't got reams of... Well, I have got... I've got GW figures, but I went on one metal run when I was up there once. Um, I think I got one of the smallest boxes. And it was... I was dead chuffed with it. You know, I was dead chuffed. I thought, oh, I'd heard about these these metal box runs. And I felt as though... I was going to say I felt as though I'd achieved something, but it wasn't. It's not that I just got. I just feel felt chuffed that I was given the opportunity to get some stuff, and that was it. It was never an expectation. It was never. Oh, if I do this enough, GW will take me on, and or they'll give me loads of stuff because they weren't like that, you know. Um, it was about growing the community. It was about having a drink with people at the end of the day listening about listening to their battles you know the reports of what happened in the battles or just seeing some of the stuff that was going on as people got a bit merry with alcohol <laughs> that that's that's what did it for me you know cool but i mean what do you do it for well, I think you've pretty much just said it. <laughs> you do it for the community at the end of the day, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, as I said, I never used to even fill in my my Soulstone requests for the events. Um, and, you know, I could have had loads of free stuff, I guess, but <laughs> um, it's not, made me uncomfortable, I guess. 
What, from, um, a, from a personal point of view, from a financial yeah. point of view? Or no, from... no, no, from a personal point of view, from profiting from something that I enjoy doing. You know, there's, there's not doing something like DAFCON for a financial reward or any sort of reward other than, you know, hopefully a pat on the back and a job well done sort of thing, or actually more, and you know, an even better re- reward is when's the next one going to be? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which is kind of where you are with those showdown events, for instance, or the, the stuff that we did at, for Moth and MC... Uh, MC yeah, well, MC 4M, is, 4M you know, is, is, a, is the prime example. I mean, you know, it was going to be a one and done sort of thing. And we've done three years of it now, and we'll do another one next year. And um, is that it's those sorts of things, you know, especially that particular event is a big disruption because you've got, you know, 30 or 40 people in the garden. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's it's the... This was great. When can, when's the next one? Sort of thing. It's 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 the ego. I mean, I guess for me, it's the ego thing. I suppose that's an interesting thing as well. The whole ego thing. Um, I, I find myself questioning my personality, and and because some people do do it for ego, some people do it for the kudos of it. You know, um, and. I remember having, a, and I think I've told you this this before. I remember having a conversation about with a with one of the guy, one of my mates in the wargaming community, and, it, and I can't remember how how it, how we got to it. But basically, he told me that people loved me and loved me for what I did in the community, and I and I didn't understand that. It took me two or three years to understand that um, because. For me, I was doing it because I wanted to and it gave people enjoyment sort of thing. Um, and I didn't understand this sort of... This this other side of things, you know, this, this external perception of me sort of thing. Uh, and it really literally took me two or three years to become comfortable with that, that and understand that. Um, and then when you do, you can use it to your advantage to a certain certain extent as well, you know, whether or not, mainly from a promotion point of view or a contact point of view, you know, for getting your foot into indoors for for um, for simple things like prize support, you know. Um, but yeah, so yeah. There, there there must be an ego part of it there with me, but not. Not in the same way. I think it's. I think it's. No, I think it's different. I think it's different. I think it's. There's the ego part going. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Aren't I great? Yeah. Um. And there's the ego part of a job well done and knowing yourself that you've done a you you know you've done a good job. People have had a good time and that people want to have more. You know. More of a good time. Yeah. And it's interesting because often on this show, I play the part of the first one when really I'm the second one. You know, we we always joke the the 
all about me stuff. Um, but as anyone who actually knows me, that's not really how I am. You sure? <laughs> well, yes, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, I, I, exactly right. No, you're right, Mike. I mean, it's and I. I wonder if the the people who are going look at me, look at me, look at me are the same people who are sort of thinking, oh, I can't wait to put my my points in, sort of thing. Nothing that. Oh, I don't know. That's a that's a different. Uh, that's a different podcast. That's a different discussion. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know there is, and you don't. You certainly don't get into organising tournaments and running demos and things and giving up your weekends. Um to go look at me, look at me, look at me. Because there are much better ways to do that. You just take your clothes off and run around. And look in a mirror. Or take selfies. Marry a, marry a Kardashian. Yes, taking selfies, yeah. Take a selfie of it all over your body and then paste it together. Yeah. And put it, put it as your background. GIF or whatever. Your GIF avatar. or whatever. As your avatars, you know? Your naked selfie avatar. You're getting, all, you're getting overexcited. Okay. okay, sorry. No, I need to go and have a shower now. Well, I think we ought to, I think that's up. I do have one more question for you. Go on then. Before we go. How are you coping with the end of new tricks? <laughs> do you know that show's been going for 12 years? I know. Oh, I've only probably only watched it for the last two or three years and got just into think it. All, just think of all the box sets you've got to watch. <laughs> but I'm assuming you don't watch it. No, mate. <laughs> it's actually a good character-based crime program. Um, and uh, it was quite sad because the last one was... This week. Yeah, Tuesday. And they really, the way they got rid of it was, you just just contrive things like that, don't you? You just write stuff to to, to have it. But they had good actors in it. You know, Amanda Redman, James Bowen, Alan Armstrong, Dennis Waterman. Yeah. Uh, The most recent ones were, um, what's his name from... Only Fools and Horses. Nicholas Lindhurst. Yes. And surpri- he is a surprisingly good actor as well. Yes, so, no, he uh, is. He is, actually. He he plays a completely different person to, you know, the, the, the Rodney sort of character. And, and he's been yeah. in that stuff, obviously, as well. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sad. It's, um, they'll resurrect it again one day. Probably. But, Probably. And did you watch Great British Bake Off yesterday? No, because uh, it was catch-up television yesterday. It was, uh, it was Doc Martin, New Tricks. Oh God, Doc Martin! I forgot that you liked that one as well. <laughs> you really are then, an old man, aren't you? And then we 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 uh, we watched an episode of um, Danger Mouse, third episode of Danger Mouse, which was hilarious. With Penfold's obsession with jam, make jam making. 
He does it when he gets nervous. He just obsessively makes jam. Huge amounts of it. So I didn't see the Great British Bake Off. And was there baking done? There was, and someone won. That's how it goes, isn't it? That... Pretty much. It was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did watch it last week, though, so... It was very good. I, I had to watch it last time. I had to watch it last night because there was no way I was going to be able to avoid seeing who won. Why? Anyway, shall we go now? Yeah, go right then. Let's go. All right then. It's all right. It's okay. And with that, I've been Mike. Goodbye. Gavin Conrad. (laughs) Goodbye, Harvey Conrad. Has it been that long since you've done one of these shows? I'm traumatised by new, no new tricks. Okay, fair enough. See you then. You can contact the Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>